my friend was broke. She didn't know what to do or where to turn. I'm Nora Ellen. The reason I began this podcast called Women Starting Over is to help women like my friend who find themselves in financial hardship, like divorce, or lost their job or went bankrupt, or maybe, sadly, their husband passed away. You will love these real-life stories of my guests of how they went from being broke to hope to financial success. If she can do it, so can you. Here we go. Welcome back to Women Starting Over. I am so excited. We have our community that is listening all over the world. So I want to say hi to our friends in Germany and France, Canada, Australia, Sweden, the Philippines, Malaysia, Norway, and more than that, England, of course, Great Britain. Hello (laughs) from the United States. Just want to say I love you. Thank you so much for listening. It's been an amazing journey for me and you because we're doing this together. This is for us. This isn't just for me. I've had the privilege and honor of interviewing the most amazing women. I would love to hear from you which podcasts and episodes, which guests that I've had have really touched your heart and have really helped you. I would love to pass that along to the women that I have interviewed, and they are different nationalities, different demographics, different places in the United States. I would love to interview some of you from the different countries that I've just mentioned. It does have to be in English, but <laughs> I would love to hear your story of success to share. And you can email me with what your favorite episodes were and what you got out of it, why you enjoyed it. Maybe there's something that you have been wondering about and I can find a special guest who's doing something you want. Email me at to Nora, N-O-R-A, at womenstarting.com. And I would love to connect with you there. Also on social media, I'm getting more and more posts out there. If you've noticed on Instagram and Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, I'm not yet starting on LinkedIn, but I'm planning on it (laughs) uh, because I want to build this community where we continue to support each other as women when it comes to careers and business success, making money, income, uh, entrepreneurship. It's all well needed and very exciting. Today, I have a different, unique treat for you. (laughs) I thought it would be fun to go through some business flashcards that I bought years ago. And I look at one or two daily to keep my mind in a good place of growing. Because we know if we're not growing, then we're stagnant. I don't ever want to live a stagnant hour or day or life. Life is exciting. There's always new opportunities and there's always wonderful people that we can team up with and connect with. I always like to give credit due to 
someone that I've learned from. These flashcards are written by T. Harv Ecker, who wrote the book Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. The subtitle is How to Conquer the Inner Game of Wealth. It's been a bestseller for many, many years. And because I think it's because he shares his story, but he's really down to earth about talking with people in person and through the website. He's, he's had some conferences about increasing your ability for income, which he calls your money blueprint. I use money thermostat, but he loses your money blueprint because he thinks, and I agree with him, we all have a personal money blueprint. It's ingrained in our minds, our subconsciousness, and it's a blueprint that will determine your financial life. You can know everything about marketing, negotiations, stocks, real estate, world finance, <laughs> but if your blueprint isn't set for a high level of success, you might experience success, but it's hard to hold it there. He mentions, as we're all, we all hear more and more about people that win the lottery and they're so excited. They have these millions and millions of dollars and they end up losing it all because they didn't know how to manage it. They couldn't understand it. And, but the good news is you can actually reset your financial money thermostat, your money blueprint, and these cards are to help do that. Now, what he does, which be ready to be offended, maybe, I hope not, but <laughs> he just gets right down to it. He he talks about the rich and the poor and the differences in how they think. And, and in his book, he says, well, he knows this might offend some people saying, why, why do you have to say rich? Why can't you say success? And why do you have to say poor? And he just explains that it's just a different way of thinking. And he wants you to think better, as I do. And I want myself to think better when it comes to income, money, finances. And there's a story in the book that I thought was very interesting where he would go into some neighborhoods, uh, low-income neighborhoods at Thanksgiving to bring food, to deliver turkeys and other things. And he had a very nice car. Sadly, people would throw rocks at the car. They'd call him names and ridicule and just drive him out. So he rented a small economy car. And people were very friendly and receptive to him. I just thought that was an interesting story about how we can sometimes judge people who are well off, thinking they're corrupt, they're all bad. Maybe there's some jealousy in there. It's just something to think about because if you, what he says in his book, if you think these ways about people that are better off than you, how can you get to that point yourself because you're already looking down upon that kind of person, that kind of way. I'm going to go through the flashcards. So I just wanted to prepare you because he compares rich and poor. So here's one. Let's start here. Manage your money. Until you can show that you can handle what you've got, you may not get any more. The habit of managing your money is more important than the amount. 
The next one, get clear on what you want. This is huge, I think, (laughs) because if you don't know what you want, where you want to end up, this is what he says. The number one reason most people don't get what they want is they don't know what they want. Clarity is power. I've talked about that before. Clarity is power. It's very important. Rich people don't send mixed messages to others. Poor people do. All right, here's one. Let go of playing the victim. You can be a victim or you can be rich, but you can't be both. Every time you blame, justify, or complain, you're slitting your own financial throat. Here's one that some of us struggle with. (laughs) Promote yourself. (laughs) Rich people are willing to promote themselves and their value. Poor people think negatively about selling and promotion. Resenting promotion is one of the greatest obstacles to success. We do need to promote ourselves, but there's a way of doing it out of vanity and arrogance, which turns people off. This is not the kind of promoting he's saying. He's talking about promote yourself with the level of expertise that you have. What can you offer people? How can you help them? How can you solve their solution, uh, their problems? Because that's what an entrepreneur is. We are problem solvers. That's why it's a good idea to have your own website. I hope you've bought your own domain with your name. (laughs) It's so inexpensive to buy a domain. Once you own it, it's yours. Nobody can uh, own your own domain. And right now, you can buy a domain for about $10, U.S. dollars. And then you can set up a website for free on WordPress or Wix, W-I-X. Do that. Have your children have a website where they can maybe put their poetry on there or something like that to get them thinking of getting their gifts and talents out there to bless the world. But that's that's what promoting yourself is. We're not talking about something selfish. This is where you can, how can you help people if they don't even know what you're doing? They don't know what products you're offering. They don't know what services you're offering to help them in their lives. So we have to rethink and about promoting ourselves as something positive because we're promoting ourselves one way or another. And hopefully it's in a very beneficial way. Here's one. Be accountable for everything in your life. It says, rich people believe that they create their lives. Poor people believe that life happens to them. If you want to be wealthy, you must believe that you're the one causing your success, mediocrity, or your struggle. I think that really is key. (laughs) I know for myself, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to be accountable. Then that, I think I might lose my freedom. That's what it feels like to me, to some personalities. I might lose my freedom because somebody might bug me to do something I don't want to do. (laughs) But I have an accountability partner, accountability partner. She's the sweetest thing. Her name is Simone. She asked me to be accountable with her in a program that we're going through. And at first, I was like, the Nora-ism. I have these Nora-isms, I call it. It's like, ooh, then I might have to really do the work. (laughs) So that's the part of myself I don't want to listen to, right? 
it's been absolutely wonderful to be her accountability partner. So get an accountability partner. You get, hopefully you have more than one in your life, maybe how you eat or how you exercise. I have to have an accountability partner because of my personality, because I live alone. I'm not married. I don't have a spouse to process things with. And also I do fasting in my life and it's easier for me to fast for health and spiritual reasons if there's somebody else doing that too. So there's there's a bunny trail for you, okay? Here's a good one. Associate with successful people. He says, birds of a feather flock together. The rich associate with successful people. The poor often associate with unsuccessful people. Energy is contagious. If you want to fly with the eagles, you'll have to stop swimming with the ducks. So be aware of who you're associating with and and why. I like this one because Harv does talk a lot about giving in his book. And I do talk about giving too, because what is life about? It's about loving each other, helping each other. It's about in my opinion, okay, in my religion, you can have your own religion, your own spirituality, but loving God, others, and ourselves, that would solve every problem in the world pretty much. We would be working together. We'd be spending our money on research and positive things rather than fighting each other in court and the different things we do as people. He says, if you have the wherewithal to get rich, it's your duty to do so, so that you can help others who don't have the wherewithal. And in parentheses, he says, if you're reading these cards, you have the wherewithal. So I'm going to share with you, if you're listening to this podcast, you have the wherewithal to make more money, to make more income and help more people. One thing that he says, I think it's on another card that I agree with. There's people that think, well, when I get more money, when I start making X amount, then then I'll start giving. And what he says was, really, you stay the same. If you're generous when you don't have a lot, you'll be generous when you're very well off. It's he he really gets down to the heart and the core of who who we are. And I agree with him. There's also the law, this is not on the cards, this is Nora talking now, but the law of sowing and reaping, right? We've heard, of, it's like the boomerang, boomerang effect. What you put out is what comes back to you. This is another one, very important. Get support or create a team. In real estate, I have a team. There's my client, there's the lender, there's the attorney, there's the home inspector, there's all kinds of ones where we work together, the title company, on behalf of the client and the customer. And what he says, get support or create a team. Don't try to do it on your own. Find a good financial planner who can help you track and build your net worth by organizing your finances and introducing you to a variety of vehicles for saving and growing your money. So this one is specifically about finance. I want to mention too, though, 
you're going to need a team with whatever product you're going to sell, with whatever service you're going to do, information that you're going to sell or provide. You need a team. Like for me, with women starting, I have my web person, Karen. She's so precious and, and helpful for me. I have my the women that I interview. I have the Jeremy who helps me get my podcast episodes out on the different platforms. <laughs> and others, my daughter, Jewel Perry, she's incredible. She puts together my uh, social media posts and the clips to the episodes. There's just a, a lot of different people helping me with this podcast. I'm writing a book and authoring a book. I have editors, formatters, my co-author. Everything is done with the team. There really isn't anything you do by yourself, which is great. (laughs) That makes life more enjoyable. This goes along with the one that it said, get rich so you can help other people. This postcard, flashcard, sorry, flashcard says focus on contribution. Your life isn't just about you. If you want to be rich in the truest sense of the word, you must contribute to other people's lives. And you're going to hear from me more about contribution and the importance of it. It's so satisfying to give and to help others. Now, this is a unique one. Focus on your net worth. The true measure of wealth is net worth. Now, I want to tell, what is net worth? Net worth is how much money you have in the bank, equity in real estate, stocks, bonds. If you have gold, the even the belongings in your home have some value to them. Your car might have some value to them. There's assets that are increasing assets. There are assets that are more of a, they're not assets, they're liabilities. So what you have is either an asset or a liability. A car is usually not considered an asset because it's going to go down in value. But the things that increase in value, like a home or some stocks, for example, those are the assets that that grow. And he says here, the true measure of wealth is net worth, not working income. To build net worth, you need to increase your income, your savings, and your investment returns and decrease your cost of living by simplifying your lifestyle. And for me, there's been times what I've had to focus on, okay, I have my net worth. It's X amount of money. And it encourages me rather than if I, like if there was a real estate deal that went bad or maybe there's an investment didn't quite work out like I had hoped, something like that, maybe in this starting over, you have a home or whatever you have, that's your net worth. So focus on what you have. We don't want to focus on what we don't have or what we're missing out because that just brings down your mood. It only discourages you. So that's why he says, focus on your net worth long-term and increasing your income, your savings, and your investments. Sometimes we tend to be in a spend, spend society here in the United States. (laughs) 
We can be materialistic probably anywhere. You can be very materialistic and focused on the wrong thing. And it it can take discipline to save money and have the right investments and takes planning. On that thought, the next flashcard, see every dollar as a seed. Rich people see every dollar as a seed that can be planted and invested to earn a hundred more dollars, which can then be replanted to earn a thousand more dollars. That is really helpful to consider that each penny, nickel, quarter, each pound. I'm trying to think of different, uh, the yen, the, okay, I'm sorry, I'm having a mind block, the peso, the peseta, peseta, (laughs) sorry, no, that's not, I don't think that's the currency in Spain. I'm sorry, I don't remember what it is. At this moment, I don't have anybody listening in Spain, so, but there's the Canadian dollar and and the euro. There's different kinds of money around the world. And um, I think the drachma, that might be the German. There's the Frank. And anyway, okay, well, I hope you're laughing along with me. Here's another good one. Become a great learner. Rich people constantly learn and grow. Poor people think that they already know. Every master was once a disaster. You can learn to be great at anything. And I really love this. I'm I'm a book reader and I listen to things. And when we study successful people, they are constantly learning. Learning is fun and it's easier to learn in this day and age with technology and the internet than ever before. It's also easier to do things that are really unproductive or don't really service in our lives. And it's easier to waste your time these days too. So, But I really do like this because what he says too, every master was once a disaster. No one's born knowing everything. I was heard somebody the other day to say, one of the worst things you can ever think is, I know that. <laughs> what does that do to your mind? It kind of almost shuts it down from learning something. The next flashcard, be the best at what you do. To get paid the best, you must be the best. Rich people are experts in their field. Middle class people are mediocre in their field and poor people are poor in their field. Now, you might find that offensive, but it is true. We are mostly paid in proportion to the value that we bring to the market. Let's see, what else do we have? This is a good one. Appreciate what you have. Focus on what you're grateful for in your life. If you don't appreciate what you have, you may not get any more because... What's around you thinks it's not important. Maybe God thinks it's not important. What he puts on here is the universe, doesn't think it's important to you, and therefore you don't need anymore. Focusing on what you're grateful for also is good for you physiologically, psychologically. It improves your mood, and it helps you move forward in starting over, or if you're wanting to move up and uh, increase your net worth, increase your income. 
appreciate what you already have now because you do have. You have people in your life. You have more than you may think you do. Focus on what you do have. Now, this is kind of a different one. Practice being a good receiver. Rich people are excellent receivers. Poor people are not. Poor people don't believe that they're worthy of receiving, and rich people do. Again, this is not like a pride or arrogant thing. I've struggled with that before (laughs) about receiving. So I had to think about why did I struggle with receiving? For one, some of us struggle with receiving because then we feel obligated to the giver and we don't want to be obligated to them. That's something to think about. Or I've had times in my life where I didn't think I was worthy. And we have to be aware it's a good thing to be a good receiver, be a good giver, and be a good receiver, especially when someone gives you something. It's important to them that you are a good receiver and you enjoy what they're giving. So I do like this postcard about what he says, that people, poor people, may feel like they're, they're not worthy to receive. And there has to be receivers or they can't be any givers <laughs> about that. Okay. These have been great. Let's see if I can find one more. Sorry about the nose in the background here, but I really like this one. Develop an empowering motivation for success. If your motivation for acquiring money or success comes from a non-supportive route, such as fear, anger, or the need to prove yourself, your money will never bring you success or happiness. Practice coming from purpose and joy. I believe I have mentioned this before, where when you're starting over, it's going to produce fear. You're probably going to battle fear, discouragement, unbelief. These are natural. It's okay if that comes to your mind or your heart. You can work through that and change that to your real why, your purpose. Why are you wanting to earn more money? It isn't just hopefully for comfort and convenience. It's hopefully to help other people that we've talked about here in these flashcards. So I, that is probably one of my most favorite ones of what I just read there. Thank you for listening. And email me again, Nora at womenstartingover.com. Follow me on social media. So we can build our community. Everybody has to start somewhere with social media. (laughs) But the posts that Jules putting are really amazing. Has some great helpful quotes, clips from the episodes that you'll enjoy. They're just like one minute. So if you're going through your day and you've taken a break and you have a minute, go on social media and listen to some of these clips from these amazing women that I've interviewed amazing podcasts and episodes that we have. All right. Tell your friends about this podcast. Because of COVID, there are women that are having to start over now. Women that are losing some of their income. Let's get out and help each other. I think this is the only podcast I know of just directed toward starting over. How do you start over? Where do you start? And I've addressed these things in these episodes. All right. Remember to live loved.
Bye for now. Well, my friend, thank you for letting me be with you today. Please leave a review so that women that need help can find this podcast. I am Nora Ellen, your host. See you next time on Women Starting Over.